Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're going to talk trash. We should talk some trash. Well, I'm in trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. Hi, my little trash pandas. It's trash day, which means it's time for the trash cast. Trash! Ah! Oh, hey, by the way, did any of you start to notice my subtle pop music references in the opening song that I recorded? Because I'm trash and I make my own theme song. All around us, trash, treasure, make your mind up, what's your pleasure? Is the Pussycat Dolls. Be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it, and you just. See? And then trash uh, is Queen's Flash uh, from the Flash Gordon movie. Get it? Oh my god, it's so fun. Um, so, I am re- cur- currently recording this podcast as I drive over Laurel Canyon. I've built a mobile studio, Jimmy Rigged, for your pleasure. I've got a mic on a light stand clipped to a bag of heavy dog food as a counterweight. And I'm just driving and I feel so free. It's such a magical time to be alive on Laurel Canyon. Please welcome to the stage, Laurel Canyon. Is that my new drag queen name? I'm constantly in search of the perfect drag queen name, though I have no aspirations to actually become one. But also I feel like you could say like, everyone drives, everyone rides her at least once. Everyone in Los Angeles rides her at least once. Please welcome to the stage, Laurel Canyon. Or... It'll take you 20 minutes in the middle of the day or an hour and a half after work to ride her. Please welcome Laurel Canyon. I'm going to work on that, you guys. It's I'm workshopping it. It's a work in progress. I'm going to get back to you on that, on Laurel Canyon. Oh, my other potential drag queen name, Ogilvy Homeperm. Olga V. Homeperm. And maybe she's German and she has a really bad perm. Does anyone remember the Ogilvy home perm? You're like, Tom, why do you keep saying home perm? A home permanent to make your hair curly. And the name the name brand of that was Ogilvy. Anyway, I think it would be a fun play on words. <laughs> now, no one, no one knows what Ogilvy home perm is. I'm, I'm just going to keep saying home perm. Also... Is there too much singing on this podcast or not enough? I'd like you to be honest with me. You can slide up into my DMs at Tom Lank on Twitter. Let me know because I want to make you happy, you the listener. I, now that I'm into the smooth part of Laurel Canyon, I'm not going to lie. This, this podcast setup is kind of amazing. I'm really relaxed and enjoying it. Also, I know you're not allowed to hold a cell phone while you're driving, right? Are you allowed to record a legitimate podcast while you're driving? Is that against the law? I'm hands-free because I've got the stand. I mean, I planned ahead. I just want to know, is why is this not illegal, but holding the phone is? How is that more distracting? Okay, so on today's podcast, 
We have my pal Kirsten Vangs Ness. You may know her from her 50 years, no, like 12, 15 seasons of Criminal Minds on CBS. She plays Garcia. She's hilarious, but also moving and dramatic. She has range, is what I'm saying. I have traveled with her. People stop her on the street everywhere. She's adored by millions, and you're going to adore her as well after you hear about her trash and treasure. And um, so I met Kirsten before she became world famous. We were doing a play called Book of Liz, a play by Amy and David Sedaris. And I think because it was by the Sedari, as I like to call them, in plural, I'm using my blinker. I care about safety. Um, the show ran for a year, which is unheard of for a 99 seat theater production in Los Angeles to run for a year. And at one point we were running Wednesday through Sunday. We were almost Broadway y'all almost Broadway. And we had, I think 10 people in the cast and we shared a dressing room that was the size of this Fiat. People crammed in there. Kirsten, I can't remember if she sat under the ladder no, she had a chair opposite a mirror. We did have one actor. He was giant, six foot three, and he sat in a chair underneath a ladder. That was his dressing area. And we all became very weirdly possessive of our space there. Like you couldn't, you could not cross the line of my space on the dressing room table area. And we also got really weird about talking to each other. We had to talk to each other through the mirror. So we like, there was opposite sides of the room were facing the mirror so we would only talk to each other through looking at each other through the mirror like we didn't want to make actual eye contact with each other there was something very soothing about it I don't know what it was um, but we became kind of obsessed with that also the show ran in the middle of the summer and every single day the air conditioning would break it would overheat or it overcool it would freeze up because we, it was too hot and then as soon as it would break. We'd be like, oh, great. Now the audience isn't laughing because it's a proven scientific fact that if the audience is hot, they will not laugh and they don't want to be there at that play. Um, so just imagine Kirsten standing on a chair, futzing with the air conditioning vent, trying to get more airflow. Also, there was one bathroom there's a lot of theaters like this in Los Angeles. There's one bathroom for everyone, including the audience. So if you're watching the show and you need to go to the bathroom, you have to go through the show to get to that bathroom. Uh, which many people, I don't think we ever had somebody make a cross in the middle of the stage, in the middle of the show. So basically the audience, if you had to pee, you would go outside and go to another building down the street or something. Um, but if we had to go to the bathroom during the show, it was a roll of the dice because you could not flush. Because by flushing, you interrupted the entire show with your flush. So basically the rule was number onesies only, but you may or may not be filling the tank on someone else's onesie. It was kind of a nightmare. Uh, there was definitely a candle burning at all times because if you needed to do anything else, like if you needed to do a twosie, you could, but it was basically for emergencies only. <laughs> and there was a special candle. And then that would get flushed during intermission if you had to do it. And you really get to know people <laughs> backstage when you're sharing this kind of environment. So I got to be really close with Kirsten and I love her so much. 
Okay, so I've just parked. I'm following all the safety laws and rules of driving and parking. When we come back after the break, I'm going to be chatting with Kirsten Vangsness. Can't wait. Oh, and by the way, um, I'm, the reason I'm in the car now recording is because I've just left the studio uh, doing an interview with Throwing Shade, the Throwing Shade podcast with Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi. And well, I wasn't, it was their interview. They were interviewing me. I was just, I was on their podcast. Anyway, you can listen to that tomorrow. It'll be out. My episode will be up and live and running. So anyway, stay tuned when we're back. Kirsten Vangsness and her trash. I thought you were trying to give me like a silent, like Kirsten. I have a cold. No, I don't have a cold. Okay, I just then didn't... hand me that bottle of water no, right no, now. No, I you want drink it. That bottle of water. You know what? I have an audition after this, and I'm gonna take this one for the road. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I'll pour a little of mine in yours so that you have an equal amount. <laughs> oh, that's I fine. will. It's fine. Because now I really want to take a drink out of your water. No, no, I don't want you to. You actually not, do because you want germ. my germs. I don't. Okay. Everybody wants my germs because I don't get sick. Oh, that's right. That's Remember, right. we both right. got that. You got the you got the fringe flu, and I got the mini flu. Um, welcome. I got to, the flute. Welcome to the trash cast. My guest is Kirsten Bangsness, the only person on a podcast who's ever said my name right first try. Now, is it technically Bangsness, like emphasis on the first syllable? Or the am things, dissecting even it? Even I or, don't know. I, oh, okay. I like I like it or when you people like equal equal Bangsness or Bangsness. Vangsness. I say I usually say Kirsten Vangsness. Vangsness. Usually, but I don't know. You One don't time know. I was at an audition and this Norwegian woman came over to me and she was, "Oh, I know how to pronounce your name." And I said, "Oh." And she said, "Kirsten Vangsness." And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> and I that might be the right way. Either that or she was just messing with me. She was using <laughs> she was lording her her Norwegianism that's stronger than ta- mine. Just taunting Because I have the most Norwegian name. My middle name, me and my sister's I middle name. I just names, learned it today. Simone. Well, what's funny about it is my mom is a bit of a Francophile. So my middle name is Simone. My sister's middle name is Justine. And I love my middle name. You know you go through that period of time as an actor where you're like, I need a good stage name. I'm going to use my middle name. And you use your middle name or you start doing things like, (laughs) should I spell Tom in a different way? Should I spell two Ts? Like you go through this this period of time where you're like, what is my name? And like my dad, who was always sort of like a bumbling, wanted to be – like he was sort of like a community theater – guy uh opera guy but he like did too many weird things to his brain and his soul and his body so he couldn't really be a true you know like a fully fledged artist so he used to like it would be like earl vance and i would see things growing up like who's this guy and be like a picture of my dad because he'd get like homemade headshots and he'd be like oh that's my dad and and people was great because when i was in college and my dad was doing shows and and i did not want to be affiliated with him because he was he had his own community theater stage on name. on earth he was a, he was a little bit of a bad guy he uh i didn't want to be related to him so it just kind of worked out good because earl vance is not related to kirsten Banks. <laughs> no, no. but when i got when i was like oh kirsten simone that could be a name or simone but uh i got into college and i was doing a report for the Mara, uh, on the Marasad play okay it's a play about uh, the marquis de sade uh, an insane asylum is performing this uh, thing uh, called Marasad, and it's about the Marquis de Sade. It's very college and, theater, right? By the way. So I go to read up about it, and I start reading about the Marquis de Sade. And the Marquis de Sade wrote all these like super, you know, like 
erotica, like S&M erotica. And the two whores that lived in his basement that he did things to, what are their names? Justine and and Simone. Simone. And I go to my mom and I'm like, mom, did you name us after the Marquis de Sade prostitutes? And she was like, yeah, because I knew that the only way you would find out about it is if you went to college and by then you'd think it was really cool, which is absolutely true. And, oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So I am. That a- is very, that is fascinating. Yeah. I'm, I feel like hearing that story, I did that thing that the Gelflings do on the Dark Crystal where they mind, mind meld. Have yeah. you watched that yet? What, the original Dark Crystal? No, the, the series on Netflix. No. Wait, that exists? I don't watch enough TV. I... Oh, that exists? What? You know... I didn't know that. How do you know? How do you know? Are you serious? Don't have mess not... with me right have now. Have you not seen that? I'm I'm not messing with you. I don't watch television. You don't you don't drive in Los Angeles and see the billboards? I don't I don't Is it weird that I find out about most of the TV about from Today, billboards? actually just today as I was driving here, I looked up a couple of times to look at billboards because I don't often because I have I'm real committed to when I drive. I'm real oh, committed okay. to just like the middle, just getting right in there because I I'm very and I was and I get deep in thought, so I don't I don't look off. When I do, oh, sometimes okay. I get mad. Okay. I either get mad about like why they steal my idea, or I get mad <laughs> about like why did I not come up with that idea or stuff. But oh, I didn't I know mean... that. You know what? I think I saw a Dark Crystal ad, and I think I thought, oh, they're gonna put that on Netflix. Like they're gonna repeat it. Yeah, and no, it's, it's it's a new thing. They have thrown a lot of money at it, and it's good. It's really, really good. Uh, oh, it I takes can't a, wait. It's um, it's it's a little weird because there's some CG. It's mo- it's mostly puppets, but occasionally, like when the fairy, the, when the the Gelflings fly, there's like CGI and stuff. So you're, right. I goes. Also, it's hard to you have to get used to the the sort of like the weird sort of mannequin puppet face of the Gelflings sort of talking. Yeah, because the Skeksis. Their mouths, they look very expressive, but the Gelflings seem now, a little... Now, are the Skeksis and the Gelflings related to the Fraggles? They are. No. No, but they are, because it's all Muppets, no, so you can't say they're not. I it's know, like but distance it's a different... Pleasance. It's, it's like different... saying birds but and it's... dinosaurs. They are related. It's on a different planet, though. It's on a planet called... Uh, so what? Thro- octopus Thro- don't Thro- octopus Thro- don't have any a DNA similar to anything else on our entire planet. Oh, uh, well, that's sort of the plot of, of where the... Which is why come from? Which is why you shouldn't eat octopus, ladies and gentlemen. Because you're eating alien babies. Well, no, they bond for life. They're very smart, and as far as I'm concerned, if if we like in Arrival, what did they use in the movie Arrival as the aliens, octopus-looking things? Maybe the person who wrote Arrival knows more stuff than we do. They clearly do because they understand that time all happens at the same time. I think that which is true. I think aliens are humans from the future. What? There, I said it. Aliens are humans. Like we okay because you know I how it. okay yeah like when you're looking at a star it's like actually blown up and it's a billion yeah but it's like later. yeah because like because like what do we do like we're obsessed with like Bratz dolls and the eyes we're like we want big eyes so we start naturally selecting uh, bigger <gasps> and bigger eyeballs and we get taller and skinnier because we're like you know self hating we like we were obsessed with Barbies and, and things like that so we get skinnier skinnier taller taller grayer and grayer eyes get bigger and bigger bigger future for uh, thousands of years in the future that's what we turn into just these aliens interesting and but then we have the then we have the technology. Rad. Go back in time. Okay, I would then argue that there's the tall, skinny ones of the future, and then there's octopus who just like did their own jam, and we're like, we're just going to be peaceful and bond for life. And there's like a planet with just like octopus and dolphins and <laughs> narwhals. 
and that is a new show great on uh, Netflix yes um, I, anyway so you should be watching Dark Chris- I will. Crystal also I get so angry while I'm driving in my car looking at billboards at the new shows okay there, there's one there's a new show called Almost Family he's I just the, saw that I'm confused he's the sperm donor and he's the father he's, no he's the sperm he's the doc no he's the fertility doctor and the sperm donor. He's got 70 children all over. It's like, okay, oh, I get no. it. I'm sorry. I know you worked for them for many years, but uh, CBS has been shoving, oh, they're pro- oh. shoving down our throats with these sitcoms that are just this, just, just horrible, just horrible, mediocre. We want to believe the best. We want to believe. Yes, we want to believe. The beautiful, yes. beautiful lady who puts so much work and effort. We will into- be saved by this masculine being who has answers, and his linearness will come and save the day. And and, uh, and also here, anger. let me say something else about the sperm donor fertility doctor. Okay, let's all remember, we women, these eggs are precious. We release one a month. <laughs> Two if you're, maybe, but basically your fallopian tubes are taking turns making this precious mana of, of a thing. One thing, sperm, you can make them just all the time, the rest day, of your life. Three times a day. Whenever, you, there's just so the much spunk. I... There's so much spunk in the world. <laughs> so to put a guy on a billboard and to celebrate his spunk like that is not Also, like, not okay. we're celebrating the fact that, oh, he, he tricked everyone. He also, tricked everyone yeah. and he used his own spunk. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, they Grosser. should just call it Spunk Tris- Trickster. <laughs> New show on CBS. <laughs> it's on Fox. New show. It's Spunk oh, it's on Trickster. Fox. Thursdays <laughs> on Fox. Yeah. If, if we if, I mean, if they, they kept with regular, it. if they kept with regular like names of shows like they should, it would be like the show I was on, like murder porn on CBS. <laughs> it would just be what it is. You know what I mean? You just be like, oh. There's another billboard right now for uh, a new CBS show called Evil. Just straight up evil. Oh, There's a child uh, crying a tear on the billboard and it just shows it's called Evil. And I'm like, really? Is that what? We're just we're just straight up like we're not even going to hide it anymore. Yeah, we're, no, we're just making a show about evil. Yeah, they about just how make a whole section and then just have all the shows and they all have the same name. Yeah. And then you just know you e- mur- dial in. Murder, uh, evil murder. But I mean, that is part of the joy is that you find – I mean, that's why – I think that's why Criminal Minds is so popular – is so popular is that it's a sort of a – I don't know if you, I'm using this terminology right, but this sort of plug and play of like you know what you're getting and people – when you watch that, you love that. You love to watch like – Oh, I like a crime show. I like a setup. I mean, when my grandma used to watch Murder She Wrote, I'm oh, all in. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, you want it? You got to see that. The, you know, it's why. It's just, you know, it's, it's why queer eye is queer eye. It, it's why it, 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 there's it's something soothing. The the uh, the methodical repetition. It's like the same way that toddlers, you know, like to watch the Teletubbies because yeah. it's always the same the thing. The Great happened. British Baking Show, the design yes. show. Grand, you're desi- grand ob- designs. Obsessed oh, with. Oh my god! But it's like it's weird that people are soothed, soothed by me. I'm I'm guilty of it, but. But I like my murder shows to be um, oldie timey with British accents and also have an uh, aspect of magic in them. Um, what show do you like? What shows that? Uh, just all of them like that. I just watched Carnival Row. It's it's. Oh, I've never watched it. Oh, it's the new Orlando Bloom. He's there's very, so many shows I very, don't watch. Very pretty in it. Uh, and there's like another one that's the same thing, but like he's Frankenstein. Or there's another one where uh, he's solving. You know, they're just solving crimes right, in, right, right. in other. I feel a little bad times. for people who just started watching your sh- or listening to your show because. We just started. Like, oh, we, we just went even, in. We just went they're in. They're like, who's this person? Well, it's okay. I'll, we I can, know each other. Just so I, no I one can, can go, be discre- can, We both have good boundaries. This is my friend Kirsten. Uh, perhaps you watched her on the hit 
uh, CBS uh, murder porn <laughs> show called um, Criminal Minds. We, we we spent a month in Scotland. I didn't get to see you that many times while we were there. But, but I did get to see you. But uh, even the few times I saw you, like you were stopped on the street in the middle of Scotland for and people wanting to take photos. I was for, more famous in it, Scotland it, it, than I am in LA. It, well, you know, I find that to be the case because in LA, I think people are less likely to, you know, they don't want to bother you. They want to seem cool. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, I saw her, but I didn't go it's up It's really kind of neat, though, because you're in a strange place and you're trying to make sense of, like, all of it. You yeah, your I mean? brain wants I'm, to, like, see, like, your brain's looking for familiarity, and then all of a sudden so someone's it's like, nice. Ooh. You're like a friend in the world of someone who's, that you've never seen. Like, oh, my gosh, it's you. One time, I'm going to totally name names. Okay, do it. So one time, years ago, I was super into Yeah. Like, I loved Okay. Because I loved the fashion. They would do the coolest thing where, like, she'd wear, like, these sort of, like, monochromatic, like, simple black dresses and then, like, fuchsia tights. And that just got me really excited about <laughs> tights again. And, and the play, the music on it was fantastic. And so so one of the guys, the guy who played the British guy on it, was a super good actor. I saw him and it was – we were walking out and he was just happened right next to me. And it was so quick. It wasn't even, like, a thing. It was just really quick. And I was like, oh, that guy, he's great. And I, like – touched his arm because he was right next to me I said oh my gosh I think you're so great and he mumbled under right after right after I said the word great don't touch me <gasps> and I moved my hand away and I and I did it wasn't like I grabbed his arm or whatever I just sort of was like oh my you know and um and I I felt like a lot of shame also I, there was one time I was I in Crate and Barrel and I saw Mindy Kaling and I I think I watched my own arm like fling out of my body. It might have actually gone out of socket and gone out across. She was looking at a bed with her parents and this was during like office time uh-huh. and I, I touched her soft, soft, funny arm, beautiful, gorgeous self and I think I scared her. I think I scared her with my intensity of love. I'm you know? so mad that that guy... I know, so, and you don't know. Here's the thing. So maybe you don't know. He could have had a terrible, something horrible could happen to his family. He could have been just. He could have PTSD from something. He could have people. Was it outdoors? I, I feel like if it's outdoors, you're allowed to, a pat. We on were the walking out. Why is it outdoors? Like a hat inside is okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, cor- a a wrist corsage is fine. Yeah, it's, like maybe 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 we should just go back to the days of like. How yeah. do you do? What I should have done. Tip of had, the hat. Had I had a hanky, I would have dropped my <laughs> hanky in front of him and then taken my nosegay and sniffed it gently <laughs> as he did it. <laughs> now, yeah. If I was uh, a good feminine lady and then he would have turned around, stuffed a pillow in his shirt, do, do put you on think, a weird mustache. I'm not, I, when I'm walking my dog like in my neighborhood and I walk past someone, if you're like sort of by yourself on not a, a street where there's not a lot of people and someone walks by you, like is it? Is it good manners to like say hello? I don't know. Or are we at the, or is it like no? I, I don't need to take care of you. I don't have to. I don't need to smile. I don't have to say hello to you. I'm my own person. What Leave me alone. The, what is what is the path you need to lean into? Maybe the path I need to lean into is is not telling people, giving people random compliments from TV shows I saw. Maybe he needs to do more than that. Maybe he needed to like. Do, maybe I need to like only congratulate people who are doing things to reduce the carbon footprint. You know, <laughs> maybe I that. Trust... But I'm saying that like there's people that need to learn to keep their energy more in. Yeah. And there's people that need to th- that maybe their learning curve is to share and have human connection. You and I being actors, we get uh, screeners. 
yeah of things what if i'm I looking pay my forward dues to on time uh what i'm looking forward to well no like when you're on like if you're in the part of the academy i'm not like, i get giant not that when i'm talking about the emmy thing do you yeah, get the tv ones uh, no i only get, oh i'm so glad I you only don't get the sag ones i get i get so much paper and discs and i have panics because i will not throw them out so i don't know what to do with yeah, them because and then if you they... call them you know what they tell you they tell you well we'd prefer that you destroy them oh no thank you you sent them to me. They are getting used. So I've been taking boxes and boxes of them and shipping them like overseas to the military or like to old folks homes. Like I call places and like, will you take, you know, this DVD box set of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is already on, you know, like it's already know, on Amazon Prime. I don't need I you. To, that you're doing I don't that. need you to give me a box uh, with like a booklet that no one is ever going to like. And I, I have a stack. It of causes these, me so much. And I, I don't know how to just. Dis- to to get rid of them because it says and, and on the thing might, yeah. if you if you give this to someone it has uh, it has a hidden number a watermark on it and we know that it comes from you therefore you, know you get in trouble go ahead get me in trouble and when you get me in trouble and we're all I don't know wherever we go at the end of this punchline of life I hope that there is some <laughs> sort of like we get to look at the amount of things that you threw out and we get to look at the amount of things that I tried to not throw out and maybe I get like a special commemorative button won't matter because i'm a ghost (laughs) but ghost button (laughs) are you gonna trash it or stash it Hey, you know what? Um, this is actually the perfect segue into the very topic of trash versus treasure yeah and I did give you a little assignment. You did. And I'm curious if you can have we go, brought can me Can we things. do trash first? Okay. You're going to present both to me, and you're not going to tell me which is which, and then okay. I'm going to figure out okay. what they are. So just okay. br- I'm, bring I'm br- a bring random item three out. items. Oh, I love this. Okay. I'm it's, unzipping my backpack, it's a, it's a Fjallraven. Wow. Okay. Out of her, her, her Swedish I'm backpack. Done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. May I start where I want? Yes. But I'm not supposed to say what is what. Correct. This box of it's it's a box and it's um it's a cat it's a box of cards about cats and um it's like you could ask them advice the cat the box. Okay. And then there's there's it's a, that. so it's like mystical cats. astrological sort of cat. Yeah. It's not cat tarot, is it? No. No, but that sounds like a fun thing. I wonder if that exists. It does. <laughs> How quickly she answered. Okay. This is an iWatch. Item number two. Um, it's an iWatch. iWatch. It's like a. Is it's that like different from an Apple Watch? Apple Watch. It's an Apple Watch. Okay. It's an Apple Watch. <laughs> you know, Apple, and then you yeah. know you can be that person who's like, oh, look at my my phone. Okay. I know what time it is. Yeah. And I okay. get a text message. Third this is, item. Um, this is a log, and inside of it, inside of the log, are three. Um, oh God! Wow. Little. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! This is firing so many endorphins in my brain right now. Three little. Um, uh, they're like. Um, they are. They're, they're called woodsies. Tiny they're, squirrel puppets. Yep, they're squirrel puppets, and um, they're a little old. But let me see. Hold on, hold on. They squeak. <gasps> that one I think is. You can put your, arm, you yeah, put your fingers in the food. arms to make There's them sort of the move their arms. The son and the mom. Very traditional look? family this, unit. Oh my. God, and there's like the a The log little, is like, it's it's, it's, it's like Velcro, soft. It's, it's Velcro, soft. But it's everything you want in a log house. Like when you've imagined as a child, 
Like, I'm not the only person who, as a child, you like there. There was a spot somewhere. If you lived in an apartment building, you lived wherever. There was a spot in your house where you had like you had like a loamy little grass place, right? And then like you'd imagine like yeah, I'm in there and I'm you know I'm doing the labyrinth and I'm now you know Jennifer Connelly and I'm living this out or you know whatever or there's a little loamy place somewhere where you are and I'm I lived in Porterville and we had this little loamy place and I would imagine that like I live <laughs> in this in the soft grass and no one is drinking or yelling too loud or putting their socks in the refrigerator <laughs> in the lonely place where I live there's nothing weird happening so um this it, this log is is like that it's like the loamy this log is it's very... everything it's got moss on it you know it's got a little a little berry it's very thing. this log is really you want to live there i want i also, I, w- watching Grand Designs, there was an underground sort of house that they built into the hillside that looked just like this, and I'm very yeah. Okay, so I have to now decipher which of three these three items is trash or treasure. Well, which what well, any of them are. Okay, so here maybe two are trash and one is treasure. Yeah, maybe one I, is trash I, I don't know what I'm going to say. My first instinct is telling me that this Apple Watch is trash. Isn't that – am I supposed to give you the answer? Yeah, I can give me the answer. Isn't that sad because – but you were saying Marie Kondo and it doesn't bring me joy. And I keep getting mad at myself that I don't use it. I'm like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Wow. What kind of, what kind of monster gets, get, you know, gets, decides that they need the fancy Apple Watch because they play a computer genius on television and it's the right thing to do because honestly they didn't get her one and I thought this is ridiculous. So I bought it for her. And oh, I'm you would wear it? it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then I was like, I bought it. This is ridiculous. I'm using, I should use it. If I used it, I would be this kind of a person, the kind of a, the kind of person that I'm not. It turns out you don't. And I, I bought, don't I bought a, a, an, an off brand app. I bought like a fitness. Well, I'm going to, this Fitbit is trash. Watch. I do need to let this go so you can have it. Okay. Well, so to. what I was going to tell you is if you're ready to let go of it, I'm, I'm going to take it. You take it. And that. we're going to auction it off for charity. Oh yeah. Do it. Do it. Great. Do I have to unlock? It's just dead. Do you have to do anything? Oh, I don't know. Do you? You'll you turn it on. No, wait. I'll find you the charger. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out when it happens. We'll figure it out. Okay. Then. So here's. And then I'm going to say oh. I feel like this cat card game is trash. Yes. Now this is interesting. Okay. Because people do this to you, and I thought this would be a lesson to us all. Maybe people do this to me anyway. They decide you're a kind of person, right? <laughs> they decide you're the kind of person. And the kind of person I am, because I do, I ha- maybe I feed, I call any of ferals. Oh, and I, 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 I trap and release you. them and get them neutered. And I am that person. So people give me like, here's a cat statue. And also, for some reason, and it's cool. I'm not mad at it. I get unicorn stuff in a very organic way. And I always think it's very sweet because I get penned as like a unicorn. I get told I'm a unicorn a lot. And I like that for a lot of reasons. It's very sweet. Um, sometimes, though, someone will give you a non-authentic, like, I think you're going to like this, but it's not from a place of authenticity. It's uh, just like, it's just like, oh, you're a cat person. Yeah. And so we have to learn, I think, how to separate the things. Like, usually, would I like a, yes, I would, of course, I would like a cat. But someone gave this to me. Be like, and, do and, I need this uh, in, in, in the recent future? And I don't, their energy, I find off-putting. Okay. And I was like... I am not – and sometimes when someone's energy is off-putting, I'm like, maybe they got their energy on the thing they gave me. Oh, oh. And now it's going to be in the house. Oh. And do we want that? 
and like well then i'm keeping this apple watch because i want your good energy oh yeah you want my energy but so like i'm letting this go because this is gonna bring it doesn't it's not my thing it's not my brand my brand is not just random i love that i just said i had a brand I don't, I'm not a brand. I don't have a brand. I don't even know what my brand is. But I I know what my brand, I know my brand is not having random stuff. I I can't put my finger on your brand. It's not that though. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. I can't do it either. So I'm giving these up, but they're, they're brand new and they're perfectly good, which is, I think why we sometimes have these big debates with ourselves. Like it's brand new and it's perfectly good. Well, maybe. Why am I letting it go? um, Maybe you'll sign the back of it. Oh yeah. And it'll go to charity. Oh yeah, I will. Oh, these are. They're oh, nice. Oh, it's like, it's like some cat tarot. I might have some fun with those. Okay. Yeah. So that leaves me with this amazing. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Log, precious treasure from your childhood. It's called a woodsy family, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, this is your treasure. Now, here's the thing. Here's the problem with this. You, was I supposed to have stories for all of them? Because I do. Is that okay? okay. No, I mean, whatever. Well, sure. This is my mother. I wasn't really allowed to have toys that I wanted growing up because I think my mom was kind of treating it all as like a social experiment um, or something. Like, yeah, like I just remember being like in fourth grade and like everyone has trying to impress my mom by reading like um, Agatha Christie. And my mom was like, oh, I can't believe you're reading Agatha Christie of all things. And then I kept trying to find a book that would impress her. And I remember I finally got to like Bleak House by Charles Dickens. Jesus. And I didn't even like it. But I just walked around the house holding it, just making her, just trying to impress her. Um, just and like I'm making a- her sound like my mother is like the most – but you magical, want, lovely, fantastic you wanted, human. You but we were living her at as a an time. Intellectual. Yeah, and we were living at a time. Me and her and my sister. We were living under a a, a dictator, and it, it makes everybody crazy. You yeah. know, people. When you live in a situation where there is somebody lording power and stuff, it makes everybody weird. Especially the person that decided to get married to them. So. Um, <laughs> So this, this one was... day, she shows up at the house, and it's it's by my birthday. My mom has never been a big fan of getting you the present on your birthday, by your birthday. She also never been a big fan of giving you a birthday card. She'd have the same card. It was like a giant card with like a cow on it. She'd write in pencil, take it back, erase it. You get the same whoa, whoa, whoa. card. Yep. Whoa. Because you don't want to waste uh, paper on that. And I'm uh, still kind of uh, down with it. But I remember being uh, a kid and being like, oh, there's the cow card. Here we go. I mean, that takes my grandma's thing of like using the same boxes for Christmas for your present every single year. That's taking that to my a My mom usually level. puts the thing in a bag, hands it to you and says, it's floss. Um, Great. But okay. it's good because it keeps you very grounded. So she had me drive with her to the store. She She's staying in the car. She goes in. She comes out. She's mad. And she puts this box, this white box on my lap. And she says, don't tell your sister. And I think she just didn't want me to brag to my sister. It was my birthday present. And I could see from the outside what it was. Like, it, I could see the drawing. It was a white box, and this had it, it was this was drawn on it in blue. And I, like, looked at her, like, I could tell how painful it almost was for her. Because my mother, I think, was really afraid of us. I was, especially me, because I've always been so sort of, like, magical thinking and kind of so weird and so um, bullied and all this stuff. So, like, it was hard for her to get me things I wanted because I think she was trying so hard to kind of figure out how she could create me in a way that would make me survive well or, yeah. you know, and um, I was so happy and I, I came home and I opened and it just, it was, it came with a little book. It was called Lightning Always Strikes Twice. And then the other part of this story is I was missing one. I was missing this little guy. Okay. And then I got into this relationship that has recently dissolved and it was so sad and 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 stuff and 
he he had given he had went on eBay and got me well, he got me the missing he thing. got a whole other thing just so he could get me this guy and um and it was it's so sweet and it's um it when you said find something that uh I was like oh this is something it's not trash it's still painful but as opposed to like this thing where i was saying you don't want the vibes on it you need to get it out and i found myself sometimes i'm the girl that like i'll save love notes from like you know when i was 16 i'll save a paper towel that my best friend michael who transitioned to non-physical um from complications due to aids when i was like 20 uh i have a paper towel that he you know we had some joke and it's you know folded up a thing and some people would be like why would you keep that paper towel like I want it because it's got his energy on it and it's in a it's yeah. in a box with other weird random, you know, you're talking to the girl who for about a year I kept some clean-ish cat litter from a cat that accidentally got came to its demise because of my weird dictator father. Um and I kept some of the cat litter, like a weird little witch. I don't know if I was going to try to bring him back or whatever. I took hair oh, off of the brush God. and I put it and I put it in a little Ziploc and I kept it and I was so sad when someone said like you've got to throw this out but like I keep things that have value and I I thought oh I want to get rid of this because now first I was so happy because when my ex gave me this it was like oh my god I've created this sort of happy experience because that was like the best relationship it was like such a good relationship and whatever so I was like oh it's like and it's putting this little family together and then a lot of layers and then it all kind of blew up and is was over and it's sort of like, and I'm trying to learn that sometimes, I guess, sometimes people leave because you're too good for them or something. And so I'm having to learn about that. And so are I'm gonna, having to like keep, yeah, and I don't know. Let, are you, now, so to me, obviously this is the treasure, but part of it, are you wanting to get rid of, of the squirrel with the hat that he got you? No, because the squirrel with the hat is the father. And it was oh, like, this wow. was the, it, oh, right, wow. so many layers. Oh, oh God. And, and, I'm going to cry. And see, I lost the father. I probably buried it and tried to burn it or something. But I got this new, okay. I got this new yeah, father Woodsy. We've got, yes. From a, from someone with, who had a secure attachment. Now, maybe they still have some work to do on themselves or whatever. It is very odd being a celebrity person and talk about your personal life in Life. Nobody knows me, but then someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, I know she's talking about. You don't know. You but don't know me. I'll just know that you're going to get multiple Woodsy kits sent to your house now that we've talked about it. Also, do they do? Are there other animals and other? There are. Sort of like, and I didn't know like that be- until, until the a- ex got me for like as like an opening night present. He got me the other oh, wow. things. There's wow. like an airplane, apparently. The, are you going to give them back to him? There's like a grandma tree house. There's that airplane. Yeah, nobody. No, you know, I know. Like, grandma tree house. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're all made out of this soft material. Oh, so soft. So the, so the airplane is soft. So it all topples oh, over. Oh, God, it's, I love it. This is one of those like educational. I don't want yeah, anyone like, to think like. No plastic This toys. is not like a thing you'd find. This is like a, one of those high deal like. um Super, uh, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing cool about this except the fact that now it's so cool. Oh no, it's very cool. Oh, it, I, I use this as a purse it sometimes. It is really. I've stored my and see, it's, I brought, it's healing moments from my childhood this. right These now. These are my special highlighters I bring with me. Okay, and see, right now I'm opening up the thing. Now, not only do we have three woodsies in there, but we have an entire pack. This of this treasure of, just got see very. I mean, and it's got a handle. <sighs> So like, oh, excuse like me, a, I'm like going to go Hobbit work on my door. bullet journal. And I just put my stickers 
and my highlighter in this, and now I'm just carrying it around. I feel like you're really you're you are pampering your inner child, and I approve of that in Thank every you. single way. I sadly have to wrap us up. I'm sorry I talked so much. No, that's what this podcast is for. Meg, you're gonna have to come back because clearly you have more treasures I need to, to hear about. Yeah. Um, because seriously, like this, what this whole podcast is about is like our relationship to things and and what it means and why we put attachment to things. So I, I'm not gonna go into. I'm not gonna bore you, you listeners, with the psychology, but you get it. You're smart. You get it. Uh, Kirsten, you are a delight, a true friend. I cherish you. Um. I'm not dying. I'm not going anywhere. I no, don't, I know. I'm just, I'm saying, just enjoying it. I'm soaking it up, uh, soaking and I'm up. reflecting it back to you. Um, and, uh, Will, you're going to have to come back. Yeah. I insist. Back. If you you're are like, available. I'll do anything you want. You know this. So you can literally like, come back tomorrow and next Thursday, and, and I'll do all the things. Great. Okay. I love you. I, love I you cherish too. you. I cherish you, too. Hey, you guys, if you enjoyed this, pod- this podcast, this trash cast, i got to remember my brand. Yeah. Remember my brand. Um, be sure to subscribe and listen. Well, you're probably already listening, but you can subscribe on Apple, on the iTunes thing, or on the Podcast One app. There's, they have an app for that. Oh, my gosh. And uh, you can watch uh, Kirsten. She just finished 12 years of, of the 15 seasons. 15 seasons. I'm a horrible friend. No, you're not. Uh, it's going to air. Criminal DVD. Minds is going to be airing. Uh, the Our last season will air winter of 2020. I wrote the series finale. Oh, it hasn't started yet. No, it'll start in the winter. Oh. We've already filmed it, though. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the meantime, she's off to do new creative things. I'm, I'm doing excited. a Voyage to the Stars. Oh, it's the new podcast. The new yes. podcast, Voyage to the Stars. Um, I did it, some episodes of that. Yes, we did some live ones up we at did, Sketch Fest We did. Last I think year. that's the reason why I got the job. I'm a series regular Woo! now. Thanks. Um, anyways, uh, thanks for coming. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Trash Cast with me, Tommy Lank. You can find me on the socials at Tommy Lank on Instagram, TikTok, etc. Or if you're on Twitter, I'm at Tom Lank. This has been a Lady Gang Network podcast for Podcast One, produced by Will Sterling. And if you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and share on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.